Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason on Inside Sources. Welcome back to Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. It's great to be with you today. As always, I am Boyd Matheson. And of course, as we've continued to watch uh, the Dow uh, experiencing gravity today, <laughs> falling at a pretty significant rate, down 700 points at one point in the session. And, of course, a lot of that uh, we want to look at as to why. Is it the inflation numbers that uh, just came out? We want to dig into all of those and get beyond just the headlines. And, of course, we always turn to our friend Jeff Cox. And, uh, Jeff, welcome back to the program. Hi, Boyd. Great to be here. Hey, give us some perspective in terms of, one, let's start with the uh, inflation report. I think that uh, did surprise a few folks. What actually is in it? What does it mean? Yeah, so um, inflation coming in uh, for January a little hotter than expected. Um you know, the, the the market had been looking for con, kind of this continued sort of slow bleed of inflation coming down. Um, we saw a monthly increase of uh, three-tenths of a percent on the uh, headline number and um, also a, uh, I think it was a four-tenths uh, increase on the core. So these were pretty hot numbers. Core inflation still at 3.9 percent. Um, from a year ago, which is uh, you know a, a good deal away from the Fed's two percent target, um, headline inflation still stuck at three point one percent. So um, the, the expectation had had been for it to fall to two point nine percent, which would have been the first time we've been below three percent uh, since going back to I think March of two thousand one, something like that. So kind of you know big picture, um, inflation is still very much um, an issue for the Fed. Um, we've heard from multiple Fed speakers from Jay Powell all the way on down saying that we're not ready to declare a victory on inflation. We still do worry that, um, you know, taking our foot off the brake too quickly here could be, uh, you know, could be a mistake. And, you know, the, the Fed messaging has been crystal clear on, on where they stand. The market just chose not to pay attention to them. And, and finally, um, hey, here it is. This is what the Fed guys are talking about. This is why they're afraid to get on this aggressive rate cutting regime that the market have been pricing. And because they're just not sure yet, they need more data to convince them that inflation is moving in the right direction. Yeah. And so as you look at that, I think that's where a lot of people are looking now to say, OK, does this mean uh, that any possibility of a rate cut uh, is going to be anywhere on the horizon or are we just going to be in this holding pattern uh, for a little bit now? Well, at the meeting last week, of course, Powell came right out and pretty much said, um, or I'm sorry, two weeks ago, I guess it is now, pretty much came out and said, no March rate cut. Reinforced that message in the uh, 60 Minutes interview that he did with Scott Pelley, no March rate cut. So the market kind of got that message finally, you know, loud and clear. Then I think the market moved to May and said, well, okay, March is okay. You know, we've got another meeting coming up in May and the Fed can just go ahead and go then. And now we're taking May off the table. And now we're out in June. And it's more than just going out in June. I think there's just a general sense of, um, like you said, a holding patterns, a, a you know, good way to put it, that uh, the rate cuts that everybody had been counting on, you know, kind of getting back to a more normal monetary policy regime, that looks like it's, a, you know, further out into the future again, at least until June. And then who knows from there. So, of course, the market pinning a lot of its hopes on on, on those events transpiring, and now that they didn't transpire, uh, you're seeing a recoil in the market. Um, you know, is this a one day thing? Is it something that uh, that we'll see? A, you know, longer term effects. Hard to say right now. This could be just a knee jerk reaction, but um, 
but it 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 is basically a, a recalibration here for the market. Yeah, I, I think it's a, an interesting thing uh, to look at in terms of is this just a one day thing? Uh, I heard one person today uh, explain it as a uh, kind of a, an excuse to take some of the froth off the top of the market. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. Kind of kind of walk us through that. Well, look, if, if, if you kind of really step back on this and look at the big picture and you see, you know, what's the narrative for a, a good market backdrop and you, think, you know, say to yourself, you know, good economic growth, that's certainly there. Um, strong corporate profits. We had a, you know, pretty good quarter, you know, so a, little, a little bumpy, a little uneven, but all in all, pretty good quarter as far as uh, corporate earnings go. Um, the jobs picture is still looking very good, um, but some again we're gonna we're, you know maybe we probably go back to that narrative that we had around this time of last year. Uh, is this the waning days of the expansion, and are we looking at a potential recession out in the future? And um, the fact that we're not going to have easier monetary policy is that going to complicate things? So. Uh, just a lot of moving parts, a lot of layers to the onion here that the market's got to uh, got to, got to peel apart and figure yeah. out where we're going. So I I, I, I would expect to see it, it, at least at the very least some some choppiness going yeah. here un, un, until there's a you know better better picture yeah. picture comes a little clearer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and just to uh, navigate that choppiness, uh, be, we'll throw in some politics into all of that in terms of how yeah. this navigates yeah. during a presidential election year. We still got uh, government funding that's got to be done just a few weeks away. Once again, we'll have another uh, shutdown showdown process. Uh, and then of course you have the Biden administration who's who's trying to navigate the choppy waters of trying to explain some of the good news that you. You just pointed out in terms of jobs and some of those things and then having to help the American people get into alignment in terms of that inflation number and what they're actually yeah. feeling in terms of the dollars. Well, you and I have had this conversation before, Boyd, um, about the messaging from the administration uh, about uh, you know, all these different co- cross currents that they have to deal with. Uh, Leo Brainerd, who, you know, the head of the National Economic Council was out today and banging the drum as they've been doing about this whole shrinkflation narrative. And it really doesn't seem to be anything that's gaining traction. I mean, you know, I guess it's everybody knows that. And it, it, it's all part of the, uh, the, you know, blame it on the big evil corporations thing that, um, you know, has, has not been a winner so far for the administration, at least in terms of if you look at the uh, public sentiment polls that, you know, People are still very concerned about the handling of the economy from the White House and, um, you know, whether they really understand what the, what the issues are. And if, you know, if you're still still looking at that and, you know, trying to play the blame game here, it just doesn't seem like a, a narrative that has a lot of traction. But uh, that's been their big word lately, shrinkflation. So it, it's, you know, blame the corporations again. But uh uh, whether that really takes hold is, is, is hard to say, and then it's, it creates a whole other level of uncertainty for the market. You know, all this political yeah. uncertainty and all the questions, yeah. questions being raised over President Biden's competency and age and all the other things that it yeah. just you know feels like a little little bit of tone deafness going on there. Yeah, for sure. And and I think uh, just one last thing, real quickly. Um, you talk about that uncertainty. Uh, you've uh, you've pointed this out to us and explained this to us in the past that uh, the market can handle most things. Good news can handle bad news, tough news. Mm-hmm. The uncertainty is what really drives it all crazy. Just describe where we are in that uncertainty space. Well, we're very high uh, 
on the uncertainty scale right now. We, we don't know what's next for monetary policy. We're not really sure what's next for fiscal policy. We don't know what's really going to happen in terms of the political landscape. You have two pretty unpopular uh, party leaders uh set to square off in an election for, you know, basically, you know, two candidates who nobody seems to to want. Um, and, um, and so all, all of this creates a, a, a tough environment for the market. Um, so, um, you know, the, the volatility is going to keep going to be a persistent factor there. And uh, but, you know, then, then in a couple of days, it'll be something else in the market. I'll move on <laughs> somewhere right. and, we'll, and, 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 and who knows. But I, I would just say for now, it's things are going to be tricky. Yeah, it is definitely going to be choppy mm-hmm. waters, to be sure. Uh, Jeff Cox mm-hmm. is the best of the best in the business. He's the economics editor for CNBC.com, uh, inside source that we always turn to to help us uh, navigate those choppy waters because he knows the waters and he knows how to navigate the boat. Uh, Jeff, thanks for joining us. <laughs> today. Thanks, boy. Great talking to you. All right. And that's uh, Jeff Cox, uh, economics editor for CNBC.com. He really is the best in the business of breaking it down, helping us understand what's really going on. And he talked a lot today about the choppy waters. Uh, And this is what we pay our elected officials to deal with. Uh, I've often said it's uh, when the sun's out and the breeze is light, everybody's got a good captain out there. But when you're in the choppy waters, you find out who understands the ocean and who actually knows how to navigate the boat. We'll see if any of our political leaders can do that. That wraps it up for hour number one of Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. We'll step aside for some top of the hour news, but don't go anywhere. Hour number two is coming up next. KSL FM Midvale. KSL Salt Lake City. From the KSL Common Spirit Health Studios. This is KSL News Radio. Utah's news, traffic, and weather station.